we all know we would benefit more from reading more. All the information about anything is somewhere out there, written somewhere. But also reading would help us not only develop skills, but relax, enter a different world when it comes to fiction. So today we will discuss how we can develop a habit of reading, but also what's in it for us for with reading. So with us today is Joseph Tabengin. I met Joseph at uh, Ocon. Joseph works with uh, Lisa, Lisa Van Damme in her app, Read With Me. So he's someone who talks about literature. He's someone who can inspire people about reading. So he's here with us today. Thank you, Joseph. Yeah, thanks for having me, Nikos. So let's begin with the, with the obvious question. When we talk about reading and making a habit out of reading, what are we talking about? Reading fiction, reading non-fiction, reading self-development? Because there are many different things that people can read and they can get different things from that reading. Yeah, it's a great point. And um, I think reading, one of the perspectives I've been thinking about lately is that reading is a skill you need to develop, whether it's reading fiction or reading nonfiction, it requires a level of focus that other forms of entertainment don't or other mm. activities don't. And what got me started thinking about this problem and why people might want to think of reading as a, a habit they have to build is just how many distractions there are these days. And I don't know about you, but I've noticed my ability to focus has progressively declined over the last 10 or 15 <sighs> years. Um, have you had that experience? Like, have you noticed that about yourself at all or other people so, you've, you've been around? Not only I've had it, I've had it when it comes to things that require even less concentration as watching a film. So sorry to interrupt here, but what I've been doing recently is watching films as an exercise. So I'm going to watch a film and I'm not going to go to Twitter. I'm going to watch a film, like it or not, just keep watching for one and a half hour. Can you stay for one and a half hour and not do something else? So I'm totally with you, with you on that. Yeah, and that's a great, like one of the climaxes for me when I noticed this was such a problem is I'd be watching a TV show and I would have such short attention span that I'd have to be on my phone at the same time. And I couldn't just sit and even something as passive as TV I'm still distracted um, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. And, and it was really bothering me because A, I couldn't focus on reading as much. I'd, I'd pick up a book at night and I'd fall asleep. <laughs> and, or, you know, I just found I wasn't able to sustain learning. I used to listen to all the ARU lectures and, you know, sit through them, listen to all of Dr. Peikoff's lectures. And I just noticed this decline and I really wanted to fix it. And um, that's what I'm most excited to talk about is, you know, a different way or different tactics people can use to try and address this. So it sounds like you've, you've had a similar and, and you're actually doing something similar with TV or with movies that I'm trying to do with the reading. Um, and I'm curious what you think about this idea of reading requiring active, more active effort than like, it's, it's a, a more active form of entertainment than something like TV or scrolling on Facebook. You can't just sit and absorb the words. There's something about it that you have to put, there's some effort you have to put into it. I'm thinking on the spot here. So when you read, you do two things at the same time, at least two things. One is obviously the visual thing. The other is you have to picture what you're reading or if it's fiction, if it's nonfiction, you have to, you have to integrate. So with nonfiction, with reading, I'm doing a lot of reading for work. 
So what I do is uh, I do the 33-33 method. So I put my clock for 33 minutes and 33 seconds. And I tell myself during that time, all I can do is read. And after that, I have mm. a break. Uh, it's a bit like Pomodoro, but slightly different. But when it comes to fiction, when it comes to reading for amusement, reading for entertainment or for uh, replenishing the soul, however you want to call it, when the motive of I need to finish this for work is out, then I've noticed <laughs> that my attention span is, is, is shorter. So in Christmas, for example, I have a tradition when I go, when I used to go from the UK back home, I would read Agatha Christie. I loved it. It was, but still then I couldn't read for more than 10, 15 minutes. Now, I don't remember how it was back in the day, but I'm sure I could read for, I could read for way more. So, Okay, when it comes then to the technique of reading, do you want to tell us some uh, techniques? And also, it sounds a bit like it's not only reading, it's med in some way it's meditative. It's you find yourself for a change in a day where you're ne nowhere, almost never present in the moment. It's, it's a break where you're present in the moment. So tell us what's the duration we're talking about and what's the technique of the reading? Yeah, so there's a lot of great stuff we could dive into there. Um, so first, the technique I started doing, I actually stumbled upon by accident by just doing a chapter a day of Les Mis. Um, so Lisa Van Dam, you know, she last year, she wrote commentary every single day because there's 365 chapters of Les Mis. So she wrote a commentary each day so you could read a chapter and then read her commentary. So I thought I'd, I'd start that. And what's great about it is most days, it's five minutes of reading. Right, five minutes of reading her her comment, uh, her her the, the actual book and her commentary, maybe ten. You know, some days today actually is my 99th day, and the chapter was a little longer. It took me maybe 20 minutes, but most chapters are very very short. But you know, you touched on something really interesting. You know, which which was that ability to feel present, and what I found early on was even what I found alarming about the process was even the chapters which were only two or three pages or four pages, I find it found it very hard to stay present <laughs> and not want to count the number of pages or, you know, oh my God, look at my watch. How much do I have left? It seemed ridiculous. That what That's what really woke me up to this, which was, oh my goodness, like th this is easy. This is just like five minutes of work and yet I feel restless. And I think that's a symptom of all these distractions and all these forms of passive entertainment, it makes you feel like you're out of time when really you've got all the time in the world. So I think the duration is a really important part, keeping it short to start. And then also being aware of what you're trying to do. So um, the example I thought of was, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Edith Packer and some of her work on of core evaluations, but what I loved, and this is an example she uses, slightly modified, but let's say you go to recess and you know, you're playing basketball and you have a bad experience, right? You miss a bunch of a bunch of shots. And then the next day, you don't get picked first. So you feel even worse about yourself and about basketball. You start to negatively associate basketball with your self-esteem. And so you continue to get picked last, and then you don't try and practice. So it creates this negative reinforcement cycle. Well, playing more basketball is not going to help, right? Every time you play, you're going to have this negative reinforcement cycle. So I've been thinking about that in the context of reading too. So what I started to realize is I couldn't just read more. 
if I just tried to read more as a solution, I would continue to fall asleep and be bored and look at my watch. So I had to change how I read. So the first is choosing something that's appropriate in time for your focus level. So that's why Les Mis is a great place to start. The chapters are so short, very digestible. You feel like you've accomplished something because you're not just pausing arbitrarily, you're making it to the end of the chapter. The next thing is being aware of what your goal is, not approaching it for entertainment at the start, or as if um, you're going to become a master reader like Lisa right away. The goal being being like um, honest with yourself and saying, I, I want to get better at this skill. So my first goal is just to make sure that if I get to the bottom of the page, I know what happened. I'm sure we've all had the experience where you start to lose focus and you, you read a few paragraphs and all of a sudden you're like, wait, what's happening here? And so using that as a self-reinforcing cue to say, oh, okay, I'm going to stop start again because I'm only doing a few pages here and really focus on retaining everything that I read. And then the last thing I started doing was um, using the other cue of, oh, am I checking my watch? Am I counting pages? To remind myself that the joy of reading comes from the process, not from getting to the end, right? It's not fun to read cliff notes. Those are not enjoyable ways of consuming Hugo or Rustand or these wonderful stories. The, the enjoyment of the story is going through the process, through the story. So yeah, those three things of choosing something that is bite-sized and easy to read, um, thinking about it as a skill you want to practice and get better at, and you know, focusing on retention as the start. And then lastly, uh, making sure that you have cues to bring yourself back to the context, right? Instead of feeling that pressure, using that as a, uh, instead of feeling guilty about the fact that you want to rush to the end, using that as a good reinforcement mechanism to keep you present in the moment. Okay, so before the show, we're discussing and I told you, I'm not looking forward to reading Les Miserables because I know the story, I don't find it particularly interesting. Now that you said that it's around five minutes each chapter and also 365 chapters, I'm curious on whether I would... Uh, want to do it. So let me ask you then something going to the next uh, to the next topic. So what's your take in not reading but listening? So many people mm. who find themselves having a low attention span, they listen to Audible and with Audible they do also some other thing, not necessarily a chore, but something like long walks. So for example, I enjoy long walks with books I've already read particularly Atlas Rugged and The Founderhead. So would this count as cheating and would this, or would this still count as reading? So I wouldn't say it's cheating. I would just try and classify them based off of your context. So I think what you're going to get from an audiobook is just different than what you're going to get if you're treating reading in the way I've described. But I don't think they're working towards the same goal. I don't think you would build the same kind of focus from an audiobook that you would from um, you know reading a physical book or reading just text on a page. And so I would treat them as different because you said something earlier that really hit me, which was if you think about what's going on with reading, there is a bunch of stuff your mind has to do at the same time. It's got to absorb the like visually just take in the sensory data, but you have to process it in a different way. And it's a distinguishing factor from, let's say, audio or from video, which is more passive. The 
the the stuff is coming into your brain more fully formed, right? With if you're watching TV, there's flashing lights and you know vision visual um, data to go with it. So I think audio is just going to be more passive than reading, and so it you can still absorb content from it. You, I, I love the audio books from Atlas Shrugged, um, and it's a story I'm familiar with. So like listening to Christopher Hurt do the voices is just an awesome experience. But I don't think it's going to give you the same benefits because it's not going to require as much active engagement as having to pick up a book, turn off everything else, and focus on the words. I see. So my last question, because I think this is so much packed with good information that I try to keep episodes short, talking about attention span. But I want to also talk about read with me. So... So, so when it comes to Les Miserables, first of all, for people who don't know, Read With Me is an app. Where the people behind it is Lisa Van Damme. And I think you as well, Joseph, were you on board from the beginning or did you jump on board later? Pretty close. Like the way it started was Lisa was just posting on YouTube. Um, back That was the original form. She just started this thing. And then I quickly came and said, I, I, I want a better way to listen to this. So can I help you? So. It was within the first few months of 93. All right. So, and this is how it works. For some books, I think it depends on uh, copyright. For some books, you read the book yourself and then you go to the app and Lisa gives commentary chapter by chapter. For some other books, it also works as an audiobook. So Lisa reads, reads the chapter. After the chapter, Lisa does the commentary. For short books, it can work if you do both. So I remember I was reading Dostoevsky's White Nights and I would read the chapter. Then I would go to read with me. I would read it by Lisa and then I would read uh, Lisa's commentary. So how does it work with uh, Les Miserables? So is Lisa reading the book or is it only the commentary? Yeah, so for, um, uh, for Les Mis in particular, it's written commentary only there's not even audio and it's a very different format and some of the things we're really thinking about right now is what the progression of the content is going to look like moving forward because the mission of and, and the vision of read with me is to make classic works of literature accessible to anyone so accessibility is the key and we started with audio because that's what seemed like the most accessible right you get lisa You know, she read 93, she read, reads a lot of the books. And even today I was reading Les Mis and I had sat in on one of her classes where she was reading it to her students. And so some of the words just stuck with me. The way she reads them adds so much more color to your enjoyment. So it makes it even easier to just read on your own. So what we've always told people for the traditional read with me content is if there's the reading, if she reads the audio, and if you're not comfortable reading, read along with her right? Do the audio as an audio book if you want at the very least, right? That's what I did for a lot of it early on. But if you want to start to build this skill, um, read while you listen to her and that will, she'll set the pace for you. She'll bring in the color. That's actually what she does with the students. A lot of the time they'll start each book reading together and it helps you overcome a lot of the early hurdles by bringing you into this world and, you know, immersing yourself. But The Les Mis project in particular has really got us thinking about it in a different way because now we're very curious about this concept of a daily routine. 
and how to maybe build a lot of our content around daily chunks that somebody can do it without having to think a, a good you know example is a lot of meditation apps try and push this right if you've used something like headspace and, and they have a lot of the same promises of what they hope to deliver right headspace for example the name of the app is very appealing everyone wants a little bit more space and you know it gets back to what we were talking about earlier when you have this short attention span it does feel like your mind's cluttered like you've got to be on twitter or on facebook and watching the tv show and what Headspace tries to help you do is be present. For me, I found it very difficult to stick with those apps. You know, my breath is not as interesting to focus on as 93 or, or Les Mis. So what we're thinking about is how to create this daily routine now in a way that's manageable so that instead of having, oh my goodness, an hour of text you have to read, like some of the chapters in Crime and Punishment are like an hour long and that can feel very daunting even too much to overcome. So how do we break it into little pieces that you know every day what you have to do if you wanna build this habit and we'll give you the path. So I'm curious what you think of that and that direction that we're thinking about going in. So again, in my situation with uh, my attention span is so bad. And also I haven't read so many of the classics that I'm actually thinking I will start it. So it's, uh, I will, I will, I'll probably do it. So what time of the day do you think it's better to do it? Many people say, use it as part of your morning routine. I'm a bit protective of my morning routine because it's my most uh, productive time. So usually I try to do some work-related stuff. Uh, also, you mentioned the, the evening. First of all, I think there's nothing wrong with falling asleep with uh, reading. I've done it my whole life. I read fiction before bed, but usually light fiction. So historical fiction, things like that. But uh, if we are to do this as, let's say, almost as a meditative practice in terms of, okay, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be here. What time of the day would you suggest? So what's working well for me is morning, right? And agree, like the morning's your most productive time. What I definitely found is starting the day off with it sets me up for success the rest of the day, right? So I start now and I've been building my morning routine around this, get my coffee, read Lisa's commentary, read the chapter. Again, it doesn't take very long, but it puts me in the right mindset. And there are days that I miss it. And like where I miss a day or, you know, I have a meeting that comes up that I have to rush to. And I do feel like the rest of my day is, is disrupted. Now, I want to make one really important point because you use important. Nothing wrong with reading in the evening, and it gets back to the audiobook question. It's different contexts, right? So if you want to treat this as that meditative experience of something that you're going to use to focus your attention, and it's different from something where you're winding down at the end of the day or reading for Absolutely. pleasure. Absolutely. So separating the two, I think, is really, really important and not feeling like it's like one size uh, fits all. And Maybe I can plug our new Lay Miz service because um, we tried. A, this was something I built for myself because um, we had all of these commentary available online, but I found it too much work to go find the chapter I was on. So I wanted to make it as easy for myself to build this habit and stick with the habit. So we have this new service um, that I've been using. I'm on day 99 now, and it's been awesome, where you can sign up and receive an email in your inbox every morning. And you wake up, the email's in your inbox, it has a link to the reading. So if you don't have the book, 
You can read the chapter of Les Mis. Um, I, I have a favorite copy of the book that I love to read that has pictures in it that it's just an awesome experience, but it has the reading if you don't, and then it has Lisa's commentary. So it's oh, in your it inbox. it has the reading as well, so you can read from your screen. Yeah, it has a reading, so you can click the link. It opens you know, the reading if you don't have it. If you have it already, you can read it from a book. And then it's got the commentary. So it's honestly the easiest way to build the habit. What I love, you know, I, I trained for a triathlon a few years ago. I got a coach. Every morning I just woke up and I looked at my calendar and coach said I was doing a four-hour bike ride. So I was doing a four-hour bike ride. So we wanted to make it that level of simplicity. So all you have to do is wake up, put your email in, uh, sorry, open your email and everything you need is there to build this into your routine. And like I said, it's five, 10 minutes of commitment most days. So it's not because I'm on the read with me app. So on the read with me, there's not, Les Mis is not there. So how do we sign up for this? Yeah, so you can still get it through the Read With Me app. So okay. there is a Les Mis book and you can read each commentary and you can keep track of it that way. So that's still available for sure if you want to go, yeah, if you want to do that. Um, the friction there is you got to open the app each morning, get the find the chapter right, mark it as completed um, and read it off of the screen in that way. So I wanted to create something just a little bit easier. So if you go to readwithmesalon.com, you'll see that there's a Lay Miz button at the top. Maybe that'll be in the description as well, the link. Um, and you can register. It costs $50 for the year. But if you sign up for ARC UK as a gold member or above, um, you're going to get a 20% discount off of that service. Um, so we want to make it you know, an offer for all the ARC UK gold members and above. Um, if that's too much of a commitment, we also have a sponsorship program where some people have you know, purchased on behalf of others so you know reach out to us at at, um, at read with me you can reach out to me and we'll we'll connect you with a sponsor if you can't afford it there's also some free options but honestly the email has been the easiest way to consume this it's something we're thinking about incorporating into the the app as a whole because it just makes it so easy to stick with this habit and what i can say in terms of the benefits right so we've talked a lot about you know what what to do, but I've honestly seen amazing improvements over the last, you know, three months of doing this. I'm on day 99. It's still not perfect. I still have, you know, times where I'll check my phone, but um, I found that I'm reading more. So it wasn't enough for me to just read one chapter. I started wanting to read a little bit more of my attention. I was, I was hungry for more. So I started incorporating more readings into my day. I'm more focused when I work, right? I'm, I'm more present in thinking about planning my day and asking myself why I'm doing certain things and not feeling like I have to rush through different different tasks. So I can't begin to rave enough about, about this. And then on top of that, I mean, it's just an awesome story to read, right? You get all of the things. Lisa talks about soul stretching. You get your soul stretched by reading about the bishop and Jean Valjean. I was just reading a chapter about Cosette this morning that like almost had me in tears and these are like, that's the, the known benefits of literature, but using it as this tool is, has been incredible. And here's the thing with morning routines. In order to stick to a morning routine, it has to be appealing. It has to be nice. It has to be something that you look forward to. So this idea of making your morning coffee and starting your day with this sounds very appealing to me. So 
let's see how it goes. I'm going to start it. So the website is, I have it in front of me, readwithmesalon.com. And there you can miss it on top. There's a less miss. One completely last, completely stupid last question. I'm in Greece. Am I still going to get the email in the morning or is it going to be US morning? It should still be in the morning, um, but definitely let me know if, if it's coming at a weird time of the day. Actually, I found the solution. I'm going to open it next day. So I'm going to be one day behind. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's different ways you can do it. You can read the chapter, then read her commentary right after. What I found works for me is I read the chapter, the first chapter, then I read the commentary for that chapter the next morning as oh. a little refresher. So right before I read the next chapter, I kind of have Lisa's commentary as a reminder and it okay. helps set the stage. Um, I'm sold. So I kind of operate that way too. Um, I'm sold. Yeah, that's, like, that's yeah. what I'm going to do. That makes sense. Yeah, because then you remember what the previous chapter is. It also gets you, in, it kind of motivates you in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, and uh, then you have Lisa there, right? You can do this on your own, obviously. You can just read the chapter a day of Les Mis um, without Lisa, but, you know, having her guide you through it, take you by the hand and help you notice different things, help you hone in on the emotion really, really helps. So, and, and you know, I've, I've started noticing now too, I'll start to send her lines that I'm picking out on my own. Like I'm starting to think like her a little bit. So it's been an incredible way to to get these benefits. So I can't wait to hear, I'll follow up. I'm, I'm very excited to hear how this goes for you and, and whether you enjoy it. And again, don't get me started with Lisa and her talent in transmitting this, this enthusiasm because I promised I'd keep the episode, the episode short. So our producer Daniel says that he's going through Pride and Prejudice from Read With Me. I might check it out at some point because I've started reading it by myself. And I stop. But for now, it's Lemis. So Marilyn says, thank you very much for your super chat. You're all going to add to the long list of books I won't have time to read before I die, aren't you? Well, hopefully this is going to be a very long time, first of all. Second, let's start doing it, people. Let's, let's start starting our day with this. And let's see if it works. It works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Uh, Daniel says the daily objective distraction or destination. Destination, definitely. Zach, <laughs> thank you very much for your generous contribution i signed up at read with me for the chapter a day of lemis great addition to my daily routine thanks for creating the program thank you uh, thank you zach for your contribution so uh, again if you're an arc uk gold member you get a discount in the less miss program so here's another reason why you should uh, support the annual center uk now what comes next? 7 p.m. UK time, only for members. We've got the Fountainhead Book Lab, and the session will also be live streamed for YouTube members. So if you're not an ARC UK member, you cannot participate in the reading group, but you can watch it from YouTube. So this is a reading group. Uh, often we have Susanna, often we have, uh, I think, also Lisa herself. So good things happening and 10 p.m uk time the last episode of discovering great place with kirk barbera with Angie colella and today's play is cyrano de berserac a classic one so you should uh, you should check it out so joseph a final oh also with uh, also with lisa okay good yeah i think lisa's gonna be in that okay good so 
we've left you with plenty food food of thought people joseph uh, where people where people should go to uh, check out uh, what you're doing probably the app right yeah read with me um you know i left my job earlier this year to focus full time on this so i've got a new version of the app coming out soon that should work a lot better you can also find all of our content on apple podcasts spotify google podcasts we made it available there and we're we're very close to starting to release more content again we're going to be doing content focus for kids with you know some materials for teachers but we're really excited about that and you know even though the content will be for kids it's going to be really fun for adults too and it's going to be focused on this daily routine as well so you know chapters a day of stone fox and a green gable so we're very excited to share more content with you very soon and you know just download the app um, sign up for our newsletter um we'll, we'll send that's the best way to stay in touch if you just go to readwithmesalon.com okay so the app is not in a, a is not oh it says it's available in app store so yep. just checking out because if you go to the app store and you google read with me i can't find it anyway go to the website it has a link both for Google Play and for the Apple Store. I'm sure yep. Daniel has already put the link in the description. Joseph, thank you very much. Uh, oh, thank one last question. What version of Les Mis should we download if we want to read it outside of uh, the email? Yeah, there's a, a link to an Amazon. If you go to the, the, the website on that Les Mis, it tells you which one to buy. Uh, there's a link to, that's where I got this copy from. Um, so it tells you exactly which translation. We tried, like I said, make it as easy. And then that email has the correct translation. But Excellent. I wouldn't fuss too much about it. It's um, in this case, having uh, the wrong translation is not going to be super material. Excellent. Okay. So I'm uh, jumping in it. I'll start it tomorrow morning. Let's see how Amazing. it works. Thank you very much. Okay. Joseph. Can't Thanks, wait. Everyone. Thanks, Nikos. Appreciate Bye -bye. it. Bye. -bye.